So basically, we learned so far, the Zohar says that in the 6th century of the 6th millennia, all the wisdom of heaven will open up, all the wisdom of the earth will open up to prepare the world for coming of Mashiach. And we learned this out because it says in the Torah, in the 6th century of Nechbar in 600, all the waters of heaven, all the waters of earth opened up to flood the earth. So similarly, the Zohar derives from here prophetically. That's what's going to happen and the year of um, the 6th century and the 6th millennium. We said that what significantly happened at that time was wisdom of heaven, meaning the inner dimension of Torah, was revealed. Uh, we learned about the revelation of Al Shem and the printing of the Torah, Erlk of the Torah, that happened in that, in that century. And that's such a significant event that the Tzimach Tzedek said about that, that that's how the prophecy of the coming Mashiach was fulfilled that year, not literally, but something of it was fulfilled, because um, Revelation Chassidus is a taste of the coming of Mashiach. Mashiach comes, the world will be full of knowledge, like water covers the ocean bed. So a taste of that happened when the Torah and the were printed. So we have two questions about this passage of the Zohar. That's what the Zohar says. And we, we know also that that's when uh, technology started to... Uh, and science has started to really speed up in an unprecedented way, so much so that uh, all of mankind's previous accomplishments uh, are nothing, are, are infantile compared to the um, compared to the accomplishments of, of the last few hundred years. So, so the question we had was, we had two questions, I don't remember the two questions we had. Cook a letter. No? Why does Chassidus correlate to knowledge? Um, survey says? Oh, that, that makes sense. So that we understand. We, we, we understood that. That makes sense. Why Chassidus is doing the last of knowledge? Because Chassidus is in a dimension of Torah. That makes sense. We had a different question. Question number one is. Um, why do you need scientists to prepare for Mashiach? Question number two is, why does the revelation of Chassidus cause, if the Zohar is juxtaposing these two events, indicates that it, it is the very revelation of Chassidus that causes revelation of sciences. And the question is, why Chassidus is such a vastly higher wisdom than the revelation of the sciences, so why would the revelation of Chassidus cause revelation of science? So number one, why do we need science to get to Mashiach? Number two, how come the how come revelation of Chassidus, how come the, the, the Machetic saying a Mimer, that's going to convince Mr. Jefferson how to make a light bulb? Well, what, 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 okay, fine, Edison, Edison, if you keep on changing. In America? <laughs> what about America? You're, you're saying that... Same time period? The revelation, we're saying the revelation of the, in of the inner dimension of Torah causes revelation of the sciences. So the question is, this is so vast, so infinitely higher wisdom, why would that cause revelation of the sciences? Why do you need the sciences to get to Mashiach? So before we went into the uh, Rebbe's answer, we began a discussion about colleges. And Rebbe's saying, although we're saying that it seems to be a good thing, Zohar says you need it to get to Mashiach, does not allow a person to decide to go to a college even at Tzadah Gomor, on his last day of the, on earth, on his last day of on his 120th year, 
He begins his day with brachas. What does he say in brachas? <laughs> no? Do not bring me to a test. So, so, this, so why would he? So, therefore, a person cannot uh, decide. They're going to go test themselves and walk in and and enter a college, which are incredible tests in faith. They're all tests in modesty. What do you What do you think the Rebbe thinks about online college? No, no, no. That's not. I'm not going to go into there now. I'm going to go further. Is a dollar? Since the Zohar connects the development of the sciences, the preparation of the seventh millennium, the Zohar says this is going to happen in the sixth century, the sixth millennium, to prepare for the seventh millennium. It's understood that the benefit we have from these wisdoms in our service of Hashem is expressed in how those sciences prepare us for what's going to happen when Sheikh will come, the change that will happen when Sheikh will come. What's going to happen when Sheikh will come? One of the prophecies about the major, major prophecies of the coming of Sheikh is that the glory of God will be revealed and all flesh will see that the mouth of a God speaks. Meaning, the relation of godliness when Mashiach will come will not just be in a way that the world will be full of the knowledge of God, rather, all flesh will see. The physical flesh will see God's mouth speaking. That means not only are we going to see with our mind's eye, but we're going to be able to see, as Mithra Rebbe says, a physical sight with our physical eye. I try to say it outside, with your phone. Okay, I'll do that. So we're going to see a physical side with our physical eye. You're doing great. Everything I said till now was, was all, all you need to know for the next part. So, we're not just going to see with our mind's eye, but use expression, we're going to have a physical sight with our physical eye. All flesh will see. Right. And it doesn't just say... Um, our eyes of flesh will see. It's not like just in Shemona Esther we say, let our eyes see. Hashem, let our eyes see. Let our eyes see the Shechina. But the, the words of the prophecy are, the flesh will see. Not just the eye, physical eye will see, will see, but it's more than that. That our, our flesh itself will see the word of God. Not just the eye. And that explains why you need to have the sciences to prepare for the coming of Mashiach. Because by using these sciences to serve Hashem, that will help us have a vis- visual... Um, th- these sciences will assist us to uh, have a taste of that physical vision of the coming of Mashiach. Mashiach comes going to have a physical vision, not just of our eyes, but of our flesh. It's going to perceive Galenius through our actual flesh. We'll see it. That will help. What way to get to that is through the sciences. How so? How do you acquire? Through the sciences. Uh, how do you acquire sciences without college? Do you have a mentor? Let's see the Rebbe's example. Let's see what we're going to do with the sciences and we'll, then we'll figure it out. First of all, an example. Huh? One of the natural uh, forces that existed since the six days of creation 
but people did not know, didn't know about, and it was only revealed in development in the most recent years, is the fact that it's possible that the voice of a person who is speaking in one place in the world should be heard immediately in a distant place, till it's possible that he could be heard at the end of the earth, the moon, etc., through a telephone or more through a radio. And also lately, to be able to see him in all of his movements, etc. So what, what, what is this called? What's the name of this? It's called television internet. Yeah, but what, what, what is the power of nature that was referring to? What is the power of nature that was referring to people just were able to discover? It has to do with, with waves, isn't it? Radio, the waves, radio right. Waves, yeah. Radio waves. Yeah. Yeah. So this novelty in the world, the possibility to, to hear every single syllable of a person at exactly the same moment, at all ends of the earth, to see him, etc., gives us a physical perception of this concept, lahavdil, of how there's an eye that sees us and an ear that hears us. And the contrary, if a human ear could, it was able to hear us here immediately, and so to a human eye is able to see what's happening at the other end of the earth, how much more so can the ear, so to speak, and the eye, so to speak, of God, if, if, though, if the Torah says until we say on Wednesday in, in the Yom Yom, if the, one, if the one who created the ear, can he not hear? The one who created the eye, can he not see? So this fact that we're able to see all ends of the earth and hear all ends of the earth, earth that gives us a, a vivid perception of how Hashem can hear us at all. There's no limitation at all, Chas Hashem. Also but, gives you an idea how, like, say, you can see, see, can see from one end of the earth to the other, like with this light. Right. There's probably just another wave, just another Shina light or something that you have to be able to tap into me that specific frequency. But yeah. We just can't see it. It's there. Waves oh, are there yeah. up until 100 years ago. We just had, had no idea to how to... How to use it. Historically, the Zohar is written... Uh, no, but, uh, I mean, how many years ago? Shumba Yechoi lived at the time of um, the Mishnah, which was... Um, which which generation of Mishnah was he? One hundred. Right, right after the Chorban, Rabbi Akiva saw the ruins. So, we're talking, you know, eighty. One hundred fifty A.D. Yeah, A.D. And the sixth millennium would be equivalent to in in eighty years what? Sixth millennium, sixth century is the year Tav Kuf, so the year five thousand five hundred to five thousand six hundred, and we're now five thousand eight hundred eighty. That's the industrial first industrial revolution. Okay. So. Seventeen. So, by the way, there is a Rambam that was mentioned in the Sicha. There's a Rambam which says. In order to be able to invent something, you have to be able to uh, you have to be able to um, do what your invention is. You have, to, you have to be able to if you want to invent something that does something, you have to know what that thing you, that, that's going to be done. That invention is so the Abisher invented an eye. An Abisher for the Abisher to invent an eye, he has to see as well as a human eye. The reason why that's relative relevant 
I mean, you would think, of course, Hashem can see as well as, well as a human eye. But as Rabbi Yechimad Zakkai told the students, uh, how I wish you should fear heaven as much as you fear a human being. So the Ram says incredibly relevant. That Abisha sees you like a human eye can see you. It's, it's, you know what that means. So, so Rechem Zakkai is telling the students, that's the level of fear of heaven that he wants the students to achieve. So that's what he's telling us also over here, that by looking at the, the, the accomplishment of the sciences in regards to technology of seeing and hearing uh, all, all under the world, that, that allows us to picture... I'm doing it outside now. That allows us to picture <laughs> uh, how Hashem can do the same. And whatever a person does, even with the most private room, a room within a room, at that very same moment, there's an eye that sees him, there's an ear that hears him, and automatically all of your deeds are written down in a book. So since we have this vivid perception for this concept, how Hashem is standing upon us, and He's checking our heart and mind to see if we're serving Him properly, it's not only something that our mind can understand, because not only your mind doesn't have that much influence on you all the time, but this physical example makes it closer to us, makes it more relevant to our physical feelings and more impactful on our heart and on our thoughts, speech, and action. The fact we have a vivid example of seeing someone at the end of the earth, that makes Hashem's vision of us and Hashem curing us something which is much more relevant. Okay, so that's huh? much more real. So if you knew it in your mind, the Abish could see everywhere, it's a lot, um, it's not as, as, as powerful as saying, well, you could also see everywhere, and you just need to do tools, so I should have to do the same thing. It's, it's, much, it's, it's much more of a stronger message. But isn't, isn't that why, like of, of all the things that are being advanced right now in technology, like number two or three, is surveillance right the level of tracking and knowing your every move your every thought your every word it's insane it's this device you know don't don't start talking about puppies Paul you start talking about puppies they're they're gonna be puppy littering your uh, Amazon feed in uh, no time puppy 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 chow puppy so what's your question no not a puppy though it's not a question it's like even more so, like if oh, okay. they're monitoring it and Hashem's created that, then uh, Hashem's for sure monitoring uh, and on top of it and watching you and tracking every movement and every thought and every word and every. I think you, you stopped short of asking the question. I thought you were going to ask. Next paragraph. I asked my wife why I was speaking soft so softly. I told her I was afraid Mark Zuckerberg was listening. She laughed. I laughed. Alexa laughed. Siri laughed. Nineteen eighty four in yeah, the, in yeah, San Francisco yeah. at the uh, this was a science and technology uh, conference uh, by the, whatever the school is up there. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna see something more about this. The, yeah. the, what, what I thought you I thought you were going with Kawahari was that it, the, we're just talking so far about using the tool that was created by the sciences. But it seems like from the Zohar, the sciences themselves, their development itself, has something to do with the coming of Mashiach. And, but it's, it's, and that was it tomorrow's show. It's limited by the capacity 